Hello, welcome to another episode of Unpacking Neuroqueerness. In this episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about something um, a lot of us in the neurodiversity world call neuronormativity and what it really encompasses. I mean, it's going to be hard to explain this um, in just one short episode, and there's a lot more to it, but if I were to just give a brief overview on neuronormativity, I would say it is the expectation to function and present and behave and essentially exist in very standardized molds and in certain ways that it's hard to even explain because it's just so ingrained in society that people expect you to behave in certain ways communicate in certain ways like there have been so many times just because autistic people tend to communicate differently uh in terms of their expression and their voice and uh you know mannerisms like with me like i i could just tell from an early age that a lot of things about just the way i talk and the way i communicate are um quite unique and and not you know not like most people tend to present tend to talk or communicate um and so many times throughout my life I'll I'll say something to someone and I know I I can tell right away that not always but a lot of times um they'll be kind of put off by the way I'm I'm saying something just because I'm maybe like saying it in a more monotone way which is a, a common thing um or I'm just expressing myself differently like the timing of of saying certain things things even things like thank you and such it's like I feel like there's just this it's hard to even explain sometimes but there's a certain way that people expect you to talk and be and exist and think and think of things and everything pretty much and a lot of this is also very rooted in capitalism and especially when it comes to productivity and uh different kinds of occupations uh you know, when when people ask you what you work with, you're usually going to get a very different reaction depending on if you say, oh, I'm a lawyer, or if you say, oh, I'm an artist, you know. Um, and there really shouldn't be any problem or any difference in terms of respect that you get if you're practicing any one of those professions, you know, if you're a... a, a big lawyer or if you're just you know an artist an actor a singer a musician a podcaster whatever um 
And a lot of times, you know, people think they're being discreet by not outwardly saying that they don't um, consider your profession to be valuable or respectable, but they, like, give you a kind of look or whatever, like, oh, like, just everything about the way they react a lot of times, you know, you can tell it's different. You can tell it's different when they tell... You say you have some, not with everyone, but a lot of people. You say you have some big fancy profession and they react a certain way. And uh, you say you're an artist or whatnot, they react a different way. But of course, I've learned with time, what's really important is to to not um, really care about what people think in general about that stuff. Um, but it's it's very interesting to observe this. And it's very sad because... A lot of times, I feel like uh, autistic people, um, neurodivergent people in general, even get, uh, particularly myself, all this has happened a lot to me, we get um, misinterpreted, misjudged, a lot of times even ostracized or bullied, because um, we are, we present in these different ways, and we're seen as weird, or um, more vulnerable to bullying or being taken advantage of or such um so there's a lot of that as well anyways this is i'm there's a lot more to unpack with that and perhaps i could do that in a future guest episode and i'll have more of those coming up as well but um i just wanted to hop on briefly to talk just briefly about that um so i hope you enjoyed this episode Uh, Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.